How are you guys doing today? It's Jake from the Fourth Liners Podcast, and I'm here with Bryce here, and this video has been waiting for a while, but perfect time to do it right before the draft. It's tomorrow, if uh, you'll probably be watching this tomorrow. Um, we're doing the draft predictions for the 2022 NHL Entry Draft in Montreal, and you know what? Me and Bryce are like, we're not, obviously not Bob McKenzie, but we're definitely going to give you our predictions of like where we think guys are going to slot. We're going to do the top 15, I think. If we did 30, this would be a long, long-ass video. But 16, right? Because 32 teams now? I guess we'll do 16. All right. Sounds good to me. Um, one wait, wait. Who? No, no, no. Who? Who? 16 teams missed the playoffs, right? Yeah, 16 teams. Yeah. Missed the playoffs? So then, it makes yeah. Sense. So 16 yeah. teams are lottery, lottery, lottery. Okay. We'll do 16. Um, one, more, yeah. one more doesn't hurt. But we can get into it here. Um, we're not wasting any more time. But like I said, we're not. We're no Bob McKenzie's here. We're just kind of like uh, some basic hockey guys trying to predict here. But we just have we have some kind of an idea of like who's gonna go where. Um, but slotting for maybe Bryce. Well, like I know I like maybe know more of the prospects than you do, <clears throat> or know more about them. So you can definitely like. I'll say my prediction, then you can say if you could agree or not or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, you you you've done you've done a lot more studying than me. I will provide some input if I have some knowledge about the prospect or uh, you know what I think maybe team needs are. If, yep. if if a team maybe is picking positionally, even though that's not as common in the NHL as other sports. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think I think you should say who you think uh, you know the number one is taking, and then I'll uh, I'll you know. All right. Well, I'll talk after. Sounds good. Okay, we'll get into it here. We're going to go to Montreal with the first overall pick, which I think is going to be great for them. And I'm going to be like Bob McKenzie here. I'm going to go off like what everyone else is saying. Or not, I'm going to go different than what everyone else is saying. And I'm putting Slavoski as number one for the Montreal Canadiens. Now, now, is that think who is that who you think they should take or who you think they will take? I, I think... They might take it. Let's say that. I, I think don't. they might take them. No. You no don't way. think it? No way. Okay. No, I don't think I don't think they're in they're in Montreal. Everybody, you know, the, the the general person, you know, maybe people who aren't that deep into hockey but like still like it. I think everybody kind of thinks or knows that Shane Wright's the number one. Even though like Slavkovsky's made a case, obviously, to be number one. Um I, I think if Montreal doesn't take Shane Wright, they get booed. And I don't think the new GM is going to want that. Honestly, I think, like, I, I see what you're saying. Because, like, obviously, they like, Montreal is very big on the Canadian players, right? And Shane Wright's definitely been that guy that's been that exceptional status in the OHL. And, you know, he's been pretty much amazing his whole career. But he has been struggling. And, I mean, COVID has been not generous to the OHL where they haven't played as many games as other leagues. But Slavoski, what the, I do like about him for Montreal is, like, a big guy that can play with the small forwards like Caulfield and Suzuki, right? They're not big guys there, right? So he can definitely be a bigger guy and actually slot into the team and actually play for them, right? The Now, now what, what position is Suzuki? He is, I think, naturally a right wing. He he he's center right wing. Uh, he's like a in between. Okay. Yeah, center right wing for his. Okay, and 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 then and then Caulfield's what? Uh, he's a, he's, he's, also, a, he's uh, a right wing. Okay, so yeah, Slavkowski fits. Right, so like, I mean, he, he fits. That could be your top line right there. You know what I mean? He does fit, but but 
I just I just can't see like Shane Wright is even though he's not ranked number one on on a fair few now amount of of, of scouts, I still think he's the consensus number one. And and here's the risk, right? If if this new GM takes Shane Wright first overall and Shane Wright doesn't pan out, I, I don't think he can be blamed because I think ninety nine percent of the GMs would take Shane Wright first. Yeah. Oh. If man. he takes Slavkovsky and the scouts are wrong, and and Shane Wright ends up being you know. Uh, like I don't, I don't. Shane Wright's not on the same tier as like, <clears throat> obviously not a McDavid or a Matthews, and I don't even know if he's on the same tier as like a Stamkos. I want to say I still like, think he's like I, I kind of want to say he's like um like a Nico Heischer, you know? Like I think he's better. He's a little better than Nico Heischer, but you know what I'm trying to say? Like that first, like he, yeah. he's a first overall pick, but he's not. Is he better than Nugent Hopkins? Yes. Yes, I think he's. Better. You, think, you think Shane Wright's better than Nugent Hopkins? For sure. Do you think Shane Wright? Do you think Shane Wright is better than than a Taylor Hall? No. Uh that's tough to say. He might be. Maybe similar. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, they're both pretty good players. Similar. Yeah. But I think Taylor Hall has been underwhelming. I mean, like it's tough to say. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think Shane Wright Shed does flashes. have a lot of potential. It's just you got to really grow him in the right ways. You know what I mean? And play him with the right players. Yeah. So I I think I think I think Shane Wright goes number one. I okay. I do, and I think I think I think at the end of the day, you know, they it, it's a it's a lot easier to find a left winger, a scoring left winger, than like a bona fide number one center. center. Yeah. And I think Shane Wright could be that guy. Okay, but like, you know, the scouts are saying Slavkovsky is. I think Slavkovsky is a better fit for New Jersey than he is for Montreal. But for sure, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, so like, um, I, I, I like to like, the, like, like Bob McKenzie, I feel like his list is pretty accurate every time, but like at the same time, I'm surprised he put Slavoski, but honestly, I kind of agree with it. So like we, we, we can do like, that, that's a little controversial for like me and you there, but like, we'll, we'll see who's right there. Um, well, I'll, I'll definitely put up on the screen here that I, I put, uh, Slavoski and you pick Shane Wright for first overall pick there, but let's move on to number two. Yeah. Um, so I do have Shane Wright going number two to the New Jersey. Right. Devils. So I'll have I'll have Slavkowski going number two. Okay. To New Jersey. Just swap it right there. And I and I think I think there's been a lot of rumors with New Jersey potentially moving this pick. Yeah. But I think now with Slavkowski being rated as number one by so many scouts, I think New Jersey's going to think to themselves, well, it's a win-win for them because if Montreal takes Shane Wright, then they get a guy who is debatably the number one, debatably. Yeah. Or if Montreal, you know, takes that crazy, insane chance, then New Jersey will get Shane Wright, you know? I don't think New Jersey wants to move on from that. No, they're they're in a good situation either way. Like, a trade, Shane Wright, or Slavovsky, either way they're winning. Like, they they can't do anything wrong. I mean, maybe in the future we'll find that out, but, like, right now, they can do whatever they want, and it would be the right move for them, honestly. Because they do have a lot of centermen, right? Like, I understand that. But you can also put Jack Hughes on the right wing, right? Which I think he already yeah, has played playing. on the right wing. Yeah. So like adding Shane Wright that might be a, a you know a step towards the playoffs there for them. You know what I mean? Or maybe in the future. But then Slavkovsky <clears throat> would fit perfectly, I think, with with yeah the Devils. He right? could too. Yeah. Like either 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 way, if it goes, I think Slavkovsky is a good for either yeah. team. You know what I mean? Or they trade the pick for Debrinket, who's yeah. ready now, and then, who can score then, 40 goals. Then he goes to, you know, Chicago, either or. The, they, you know, 
that team can use a a pick as well, right? Like they can use a nice prospect. I think yep. that's what they're going for. Um, but yeah, yep. okay. Well, I'll put that on the screen there. Um, so the third overall pick goes to the Arizona Coyotes, the cheaters in the NHL. They finally oh, got the cheaters. They finally got a top five pick again. Um, but I think I, like we're gonna go. I'm gonna. This is the the pick that everyone's picking is Logan Cooley. Um, I've Cooley. I've heard nothing but good things about this guy. He has 75 points and 51 games played this season. Um, he's playing for the U.S. National U18 team the, for the U.S. Uh, national Development Program. Um, it's hard to miss with those guys lately. And the, oh, any man. any U.S. Development Program guys going in the top ten, they're <laughs> they're they're hard to miss. Great they're, talent. They're really good. Great talent from that that program. I think Logan Cooley. Um, he's a centerman as well. Like that's the guy you can build your team around as well. I, I maybe like. I don't really know his game that much, but I've heard really good things about him, and it looks like he puts up a lot of points. And 75 points in 51 games played. Yeah, like that. I mean, obviously it's not the NHL, right? But at the same time, no, you are, you know, getting a... He's been high-rated this whole time. I mean, maybe he's moved from like 5 to 3 or 3 to 5, you know what yeah. I mean? But I think he's committed to uh, to University of Minnesota. Oh, so he's not going to be playing in the NHL next year. But that's okay. No shot. He's five ten, so yeah. he's a lot smaller. So he's probably a guy that can score a lot more, um, which is okay. Like that's been the trend in the NHL, right? Like a lot of a lot of the smaller guys have been taking higher. Like you see, Cole Coffee. He's a good weight for his height, though. Yeah, one eighty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like he can definitely. He's gonna grow too. Like I don't think he's done growing. He probably like I don't know what age people stop growing at. But um, I think he's a great pick, and especially for Arizona, where they are looking for picks again, um, I think they could definitely benefit from him. Okay, we'll go to number. I could, that, you know, that, sorry, you go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say one more thing. But I Cooley. was just gonna say Logan Cooley could be a, a first line center, and that's something you know Arizona needs. Oh, for sure, definitely what they need. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, okay, we can go to number four here. It's the Seattle Kraken picking another top five pick here, and you know this is just adding to their core. Obviously, they're not gonna be a playoff team. Um, but I think Simone Nemec, he's the going to be the first defense selected in this draft. Um, apparently he's, and that's, it tends to be a good move. It tends to be, I I find that a lot of defensemen taking, taking it four and five, because teams obviously a lot of the time want to go for forwards first. Right. But I think, I think the first defenseman is usually like a massive, massive pick. Like you look at Makar, you look at Hedman dowdy like guys will take these these the the first defenseman usually goes like three three or four yep and like it's turned out to be a fantastic pick a lot of times and and i mean to get that bona fide potential number one uh d-man on your team i mean that's a big step for seattle yeah a lot of guys do have him like rated pretty high um but uh, I, I, I've only heard good things about this guy. I haven't heard anything. Is he right-handed? That'd be, if he is, he's, that's very valuable. Let me see that if he is. Nemec is. <clears throat> he fighted it. is. He is right-handed. Yeah. So that's yeah. very valuable that's, in the NHL, right? That's that's the pick. And Seattle, I mean, it doesn't really matter for them. I feel like they just need to keep growing on the prospects. Like, they have Matty Beniers. They yes. have, um, they're going to have Nemec. I, th- I forget the prospect pool for them. Um, they they definitely have other guys that they you know are building that team towards, and Ron Francis is going to get a good pick there. Um, I think. Matt, Do you think there's a chance Arizona takes <clears throat> Nemec instead of Cooley? It could happen, but I think they should go with Cooley because I think they do 
like you think about it, Baron Hayden, he was good, but like he's not, you know, he's selected fourth overall, fourth or fifth overall, something like that, or third overall. I don't even remember. Somewhere along there, but I don't think he's, you know, lived up to that. Fourth. Yeah, not he wasn't lived up to that, uh, you know, yeah. first line uh, center potential. Not they, yet, at they least. Need, they need that number one center. Yeah. They need it. Logan Cooley can definitely it. be that guy. And I think he's going to be yeah. a star there. Um, I, I think they can get someone for um, Chikrin if they need a defense. So, like, maybe they won't go for Nemec. You know what I mean? So, I think... Um, Simone Nemec definitely is going to go to Seattle. I think that's how it's going to play out there. Um, that could be a big pick. For sure. Um, okay, we go to number five here. I have a surprising pick here. I don't think a lot of people will agree with this, but I like this guy and I like how he plays. I don't know why. I just think I see him in the World Juniors and I think he's a very fast, like big, skilled player. His name is Joaquim Kamel from uh, the from Liga. Um, he's a Finnish mm-hmm. player. This guy is, he's 5'9", 176 pounds. Um, how many points? Is, I think he's not a very, like, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's hard to get a lot of points in, like, those type of leagues. Like, they're, they're playing with men, right? So they're not going to get a lot of points, and they don't play a lot of games. Like, he has 39, he has 20, 23 points in 39 games played, and 15 That's goals. That's a lot of points. Exactly, and he's a great player. Like, uh, like people have him... Uh, a slotted number seven, but I can see him bumping up to number five. Like just looking at the board here, I just think it's Philly, right? It is Philly. Like I think, like adding a winger to Philly, I think it'd be a good idea. Like I, I don't know, and like I think he's gonna be a great player. I think that that like the stuff like this is gonna happen. I think this draft is pretty deep, so I think you can you wouldn't go wrong with going with him. And like like the guys ahead of him, yeah, they're really good. Like you got, uh, I don't know if you heard of his name, uh, Cooter Gautier. Um, <clears throat> Cutter Gauthier, Cutter Gauthier. Yeah. yeah, he he's pretty decent as well. I can also see them going with him, but I see Joaquim Kamel, you know, jumping up. Uh, at least I I think number five that could happen. I don't know if uh, you. I agree mean, th- with th- that. those are great points. No, those are great points to be getting with men. I mean, you don't really see that too often. Yeah. Why is he <clears throat> so low on this? I mean, I, I don't know. I I just feel like twenty three points in thirty nine. Is he a little bit over age? Uh, that's a good question. He might be. How old is it? Might be eighteen. He might be nineteen. He is. He's eighteen. He's eighteen. So turned eighteen. I don't know. Recently. I think I think the guys so, ahead yeah. of him are pretty decent, but I I have seen him been rated um, pretty high in the past. You know what I mean? I, it's not like he's always been uh, yeah. down there. So and that could be a big pick for Philly, man. That could be a sleeper pick there. Right. Even though it's you know going to be fifth overall, but I mean, 20, like I said, twenty three points in thirty nine games played with men. That's that's a big deal. Exactly. Exactly. Um. <clears throat> So, do you agree with that? You agree with that pick? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's smart. Okay. It, it, it's just Philly, right? It's hard to read <clears throat> what they need. Exactly. Philly's a little all over the place. I kind of want to say, um, but they definitely yeah, they do are. have some young guys that you know they're they're building their team around. That's a good winger to have. I think he can be a decent one, and especially the Finnish players are are you know coming up. You know, like they're actually making. Do you a think name he could be themselves. ready to play now? I think so. If he's already playing in a league with men. I think that's that already prepares him to play in the like next season, and and if he's yeah. putting up that amount of points in the Liga, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, we can go to number six here, and it's the Columbus Blue Jackets. And I know Cooter uh, Cutter Cutter Cooter Gautier. Um, he is like ranked what a weird name. I know <laughs> it's hard. To, Sorry, Cutter. Um, <clears throat> I know he's like ranked like fifth overall for a lot of people, but I have them taking um, David. Jurich, I think that's how you say his name. Jurich from Jurich, Jurich from Czechia. 
Um, and people are saying he's really good. And I don't think he'll drop even more. I think Columbus takes this guy because they do have a lot of, you know, um, forward prospects. Like with Cole Sillinger, he's he's coming up and doing amazing for them. I, I mean, they could go with uh, go, uh, Gautier. I mean, it wouldn't be a bad pick. But I do think they'd take the defense because, like, I don't know if he's... A, he's another right-handed uh, yeah, shot, ex- too. Exactly. It's a lot of value. Exactly. And they, do, they don't have Seth Jones anymore. They don't have... What's his name? Uh, they have Zach Garansky as their only, you know, big defenseman there now, right? Like, a lot of players left <clears throat> Columbus, and I think this is a guy that they can really benefit from. So I think they're definitely going to go with him. Um, so I, I don't think there's much to say about that. But uh, 11 I points. mean, Columbus, I think, is another team that, that like, I think I think they're going to take best player available. Yes. Uh, I don't <laughs> think they're going to draft positionally. Like, Cole Stillinger's looked really good. Yeah. Um, I don't know who else they have that's young. They still have line A. Like, I don't know. Yep. But, like, drafting positionally, I don't think really factors in for Columbus. I think it's best player available. And I, I, I don't know. If they're if you're looking for a defenseman, best player available, assuming Nemec is gone, Nemec is gone, um, then it, it, it's going to be your check for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think they <clears throat> they don't really go towards the American players. I, I, I could be, like, generalizing that. But, like, I think they do like to go off the board and – they 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 tend to do that, you know. They did that with the the ball, yeah. <clears throat> and um, you know, they he ended up being a good pick for them, right? And you know, but he was Canadian, but like <clears throat> they're they're used to like not going with the the most obvious pick, right? So that's why I have Jerichek yep. uh, going number five with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, number six, six sorry, with the Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So I do have number seven, um, the Ottawa Senators here picking Cutter Gautier. I think the Senators like could use anyone really. I think their main t- priority is getting Claude Giroux in the offseason. So they're trying to. I God, guess, they're going to the be playoffs. loaded. They're yeah. so loaded on young talent. <clears throat> exactly. So I don't think it hurts to add another forward to their core. Like they they have Thomas Shabai. I mean, they could add another deep defense with uh, Jerichek going down there if he does slot down to there. But I think Gautier would be even a really good pick to. If your check well. is available, if your check is available, they take your check. It's right. Like yeah, if he's not taken, if he's not taken <clears throat> number six, they definitely take him number seven. Like I think that's the because like you look right. under you look under that. I think your check's better than all the other players under that, for sure. Yeah, but I, I do. If, yeah. if not, I think if Gautier is still there, they're like sure we're taking Gautier. Like I think Ottawa could also and, afford to take a risk. They could afford to take a risk here because they're just so loaded on young talent. Exactly. So exactly. So but like, I mean, if a guy, they, if a guy like they did Cutter, that last year, yeah. Well, if your prediction is right and Cutter Gauthier slips, then I mean that's a huge win, right? Like Ottawa is going to get another like, like they're not picking in the top five, but they get a top five guy in Cutter. I mean, oh yeah, that's so big. So right, exactly, and I think that'd be a steal for them. And I like to switch it up. Like it might not even happen. Go team go number yeah. three. Who knows? But like Cutter's just, committed to Boston College for next season, by the way. So he's playing college. So a lot of these guys, he's he's part of that US national U eighteen team. Yeah. Um, US uh, DP. But he has sixty five points in fifty four games, so he might go higher than like I have him rated, but like it's just about how, what the team wants and the team's needs, so that he could slip. Like you never know. Players do slip when you don't expect them to. I think with how valuable right handed <clears throat> defensemen are right now, he definitely could slip. Yeah, exactly. Like like Guys like Jurchek, why would you want to pass up on him? And I think, you know, Columbus can definitely benefit from him. So I do think yeah. Gautier could slip to number um, seven to the Ottawa Senators. Um, but then I have at number eight, it's the, you know, Detroit Red Wings here. 
And, you know, like their track record with drafting Finnish and Swedish players, I think that's what's their, what they're used to doing. So I do have them picking, I'm sorry, I'm going to butcher this guy's name, Lekaramaki. 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 Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tongue twister name, but apparently he's a pretty good forward. Nice right I'm not I'm not for sure on that, by the way. It's just when I, when I read it, that's <coughs> how I say it in my head, and it sounds right. Lekaramaki. You know what? That's how it's going to be for us. Um, yeah. But he is, he is playing in the SHL. Uh, he, Nine points. He's 17 years old, so he's still a little younger. I mean, he's that's, at 04. That's big. That's yeah. big. Nine points as a 17-year-old against men. And the SHL, to me, is like the third best league in the world. Exactly. So nine points in 26 games as a 17-year-old in the third best league in the world. That's pretty big. Exactly. And I think a lot of people do have him rated number nine and number eight. And then there's one person that has him rated number six. So, like, he definitely will probably slot in this position. He's a good Swede. I think, <clears throat> you know, the Detroit Red, Red Wings could use another great Swede player. Like, they have a lot of good Swedish players, especially in their past. And I think that's just... Yep. I know it's Steve Geiserman now that's the, drafting the players, but I think he can definitely be a great aspect to that team. And it, He and screams an Iserman pick to me. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it, he's, he fits the Wed, Red, Red Wings. Red Wings, uh, you know... He fits caliber. the Red Wings. Wed wings, baby. He's the wed wing. <laughs> um, but um, I think that's definitely a good pick for them. I agree. And, and then we go to number nine with the Buffalo Sabres. So Buffalo needs help. Let's just be honest here. <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> Buffalo needs help. But uh, they, do, they don't have Jack Eichel anymore. They have Peyton Krebs as the centerman. But I have them taking Matthews of, Matthew Savoy. Yeah, that's who which, I was going to think as well. High point getting WHL player there. Center. Right? I mean, I mean, yeah. 90 points in 65 games played. I'm just, yeah, you know, he sense. could he could go higher as well. Like That's four points below Shane Wright. I mean, exactly. You know, I don't know like if points this, aren't everything in these leagues, but. Like, but no, he, he is pretty impressive, this guy. And like having a center that can put that amount of points at a young age as well. I know it's just the, it's just the uh, WHL that he's in, right? He's with, with the Winnipeg Ice, but I think um, at age eighteen, he's a right right-handed, five foot nine centerman, one hundred seventy-five pounds, and getting that many points and uh, close to Shane Wright, which is the consensus consensus, uh, you know, first overall pick. Like everyone's, he, he's pretty similar. Yeah. Like, like I don't see much difference, right? Um, but I I think you point know, wise, Buffalo, yeah, right. Like he could definitely. Be a guy there, in Buffalo. That they need, like playing with Dylan Cousins, like Matthews. Do you think he's Dylan so far Cousins. down the list? Do you think he's so far down the list because he's undersized? Probably. That's For definitely why. Well, you see Cole Caulfield, right? He was definitely picked lower, and so was Alex Turcotte. But they're great players. Yeah, I, I just, I just think that like centermen undersized centerman it's it's harder for i think gms to wrap their head around uh like a undersized winger like sure you know fast speedy get around yeah. the board stuff like that but like a centerman generally you want your centerman to be big but yeah but maybe that's why he's so far down right no for sure uh, it, it could be that is definitely why i mean that sucks because i think he's a great player and i don't think he you know you shouldn't really judge him on that i mean it's yeah, like, I, I, like, I, I, like it's a faster pace NHL. It's not really. Yeah. I mean, yes, there's physicality, but it's more faster pace. You know what I mean? And he'll grow. I mean, like you said, another good young player to add in there with Owen Power and uh, Dylan Cousins, right? Right. So, is Dylan Cous yeah. Cousins the centerman? No, I think he he's right winger centerman. I think he played yeah. both. And then they also have Peyton Krebs. I mean, building a great core there. They still have Casey yep. Middlestat. He could be something, but you never know. Darlene. <clears throat> Darlene, right? Like, man, it's good core there. Good core. So yeah, I like to see that. Something there. 
Maybe um, one day, Buffalo. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we go to number 10, the Anaheim Ducks. I think they just add to their forward core here. I mean, you already have Jamie Drysdale, which is like going to be your top D. Um, I, I, they could use um, some more prospect defensemen, but I think they're going to take Connor Geeky here. I think Connor Geeky is a really good player. Um, a, a lot of people, pick. Yeah, a lot of people have him rated lower, but this guy has 70 points in 63 games played too, and he played with the Winnipeg Ice, which seems to be a good team in the WHL. I just oh. think um he's a great player i he's six foot four too like this is a huge kid right like he can definitely be i mean said like him with mason mctavish those are two big guys right right like imagine that line that's like that's a see like the win stanley cups too you got to have that grit you got to have that big uh uh forward core right dude are you basically (sighs) telling me that connor geeky is like gets laugh 2.0 he i'm exactly saying that just not bald you know what i mean just but, not bald. I mean, Getzlaff wasn't bald right away, but maybe Connor Geeky. Pretty be. quick. Pretty quick. Yeah. But I think, you know, they won't, like, regret drafting him. I mean, he's, he's like, on Bob McKenzie's list here, he's number 13. But on my list, he'll be number 10. And I think, you know, Ducks will definitely benefit from that. They're going to have a great forward core. Man, McTavish, Connor Geeky, um, Trevor Zegris, uh, Sam Steele, Troy Terry, like they're gonna have a great future. Jamie Drysdale, they have John Gibson still, you know, and they have another goaltender, Lucas Daw still. I think they have a bright, bright future. And I think they're also in on Chikrin. They can yeah. get that Chikrin deal. Oh, I mean, man. like they're they're set. Yeah, they're set if serious. they can do that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I move on to number eleven here. I see. This is where like it's kind of getting a little confusing. Um, I think I went a little off the board. No, okay. This guy's rated a number on a number twelve on Bob McKenzie's list, but I have number number eleven, so just one spot ahead of uh, what Bob McKenzie said for the San Jose Sharks at the eleven spot. I have Pavel Mintyukov. 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 I know I probably butchered that, but he is. I'm just here to help you pronounce names. Yeah, Bryce is here. He's my translator. (laughs) Um. But because um, English is hard, he is 18, so he's a little older. Well, Mitnikov um, is in English, so it's you know I don't blame. Yeah, him. yeah, no. Um, but uh, yeah, he's 18. He's a little older, but he's six foot one, and he's 185 pounds, and he is playing in the you know the OHL with uh, with the Spirit, and I, you know I think he's in the right spot here. I think having a huge defenseman like that would be good. For the San Jose Sharks, I think they could add on their defense core. They do already have like uh, forward prospects like Eklund, right? I think growing on that defense core for their prospects, like they they're obviously in the rebuild, right? Like they they I think Vlasic's gonna be gone soon. Burns is gonna be gone soon. They're gonna have to like rebuild that, right? So they're gonna they're, they're gonna they have Merkley right now, Ryan Merkley, which is a great defenseman prospect that they got later in the draft and adding this guy can definitely help with their team and this is a big defenseman and like having a big solid defenseman like that back there would be great so and he has he's almost a point per game player in the ohl and at his size that's pretty impressive right 62 points in 67 games played i think the sharks would definitely benefit from having a, a good another great defensive prospect like that yeah yeah right i mean i mean you also have kevin korchinski who uh has three more points in the same amount of games but Mindykov scores goals exactly and having a defenseman that can score goals is it's it's a nice thing right and like yeah especially at a size too you think a defenseman at at size wouldn't score size and scoring 
yeah that that gms are gonna like that right and so i just think um that's just gonna be a bonus for them right i i think that's why he's gonna be picked by the sharks there at number 11 and then we go to the columbus blue jackets at number 12 here um I, this guy's rated lower in other lists, but I have Danila Yurov. Um, he's playing in the KHL right now. It's, okay. It says he has two point, no, zero points in 21 games played. I thought he was a lot better. Hey, Korchinski? No, Danila Yurov. I thought he played for a different team. Oh, he played in the, in the KHL. Yeah, he plays in the KHL. Um, he played, he played in the MHL as well this year. He played, okay. had 36 points in 23 games. The MHL is like the AHL for the KHL. I see. Okay, so he, that's so 36 that's points in 23 games. Yeah, but he, they have him listed as a KHLer because he did play 21 games, but zero I points. See. Probably see. a very sheltered role. Um, KHL tends to not play young guys um, yeah. that that much. That the, They usually hide them. Yeah, I don't know exactly. if they want to hide them from the the prying eyes of the NHL or if they just they could if they be, just right? believe in if they just believe in a more veteran philosophy over there. But but yeah, well, I mean I've he played twenty one games. This guy. Yeah, thirty six points. In the MHL. I mean that's I think the MHL is a men's league, isn't it, or is it a youth league? I don't know. I never even heard of that know. league. I'm not gonna lie, but I've heard like he's on he's number fourteen on Bob McKenzie's list. So like I don't have him rate him that that much higher than he actually is supposed to go. But I think Danilo Yurov is definitely going to go in that position there. Um, Columbus could use it. That's another nice prospect uh, forward for, you know, Columbus. And they're already getting, like, in my in my opinion, they're going to get uh, Jerichek. Is a, they already have a prospect defenseman. So why not get a prospect forward when you, when you have, like, another pick in the first round here? So I think that would benefit them. Just getting another a forward there, and he's a right winger too, so I think he'll definitely benefit them as well doing that. And I think he can score goals as well. So I have him going number twelve and number thirteen. I heard a lot. This guy can go as high as number five. I've heard some some places, uh, but Marco Casper to the New York Islanders at number thirteen, just because um, I've heard really good things about this guy. Yeah, he's an Austrian player. And a lot of Austrian players are coming up. You know what I mean? In the SHL, he's 11 points in 46 games played. He's a centerman as well, which, I mean, centermen are nice to get. And he is 18, 6'2". Um, I've heard good things about him. And he is rated... Yeah, he's Another all over Vanek, the board. Maybe. Yeah, he's all over the board. V- Vanek was Austrian. I mean, Vanek was a goal scorer. This guy looks yeah. a goal scorer. Vanek was a big guy too. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they can definitely, you know, but he's playing the SHL, and that's a good league to play in, the start. He's already playing with men. And um, I think the Islanders can definitely benefit getting another prospect for their forward core. Yeah. I think their defense yeah. core is pretty much set right now, even though they lost Devon Tays to, Devon Tays to the, the Colorado Avalanche a while ago. But they have Pelic and everything like that, so they don't really need, and Pulak, they don't need defense, but they do re- really need to build their forward core because a lot of the older guys are getting older right they're not going to be there forever and i don't think they're making the playoffs anytime soon um so getting marco casper would definitely be a good uh call for them i think for another good centerman as well you know uh, any team can use a nice center prospect i think and you can even play him on the wing if you really wanted to um and then they go to pause one four- sec yeah my tv just turned on don't stop anything one sec
My bad, bro. You just gotta cut right. that out. No, you're okay. You're good. Um, All right. So, uh, where am I? Yeah, condemn. I, I had one guy, but I'm gonna change it. Um, so the next pick here I have for the Winnipeg Jets at number 14th overall. I have them picking Frank Nazar. And this is a guy that's been, you know, talked to like different positions as well. He has 70 points in, um, I say? He has 70 points in 56, in 56 games. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's also from the USDP. Um, you know, a lot of good players come from there. And he's committed to Michigan, it looks like. Frank yep. Nazar, the third. <laughs> so, like, third. that's pretty. Imagine having that player on your team. I think he. We'd be pretty cool to have. He's ranked as high as five. So um, he can definitely go different places. He does put up points. And this is another guy that can definitely slip up if they wanted to. But I think at number 14 for Winnipeg, they they are getting into that rebuild because they are having talks with trading Mark Shifley. So getting a guy like Frank Nazar could definitely, you know, turn them around um for the future, because I think that's what they're trying to build for. And this guy can play center or right wing. So having a divi- diverse player like that can definitely help with your team. And, you know, he'd play either on the center or right wing. I can definitely see that happening. And he, he does get a lot of points on the team. And I don't think it's hard for the the U.S. Uh, National Development Program to do that. But um, I definitely see him going there or even higher, honestly, like that. But I have him on the, you know, the 14 pick for Winnipeg. And then we can move on to number 15. And I think you're going to like this one, Bryce. I, I hope you like this one. Um, this guy has definitely dropped. He was definitely supposed to be rated higher. For the 15th overall pick, the Vancouver Canucks pick Brad Lambert. And I, I think he's been struggling for the past, uh, you know, like for the past little bit. But in the World Juniors, I did see some brilliance from him. I thought he was a really great player. He definitely put up points. And, I, you know, he is playing in a men's league, which is pretty hard to do especially at his age. He's Finnish and Canadian. So Brad Lambert, if it sounded a little weird, that's why. He's an 03, so he's a little older, but he's a late birthday in December. And he's 18 years old. Um, he's six foot, 183 pounds. He can play center or right wing. And, you know, uh, it's uh, I think he's a good pick. I, like, I, look, Tell me what you think. This is your team, like Vancouver. Do you he see makes sense. Playing? He, he makes sense for Rutherford because Rutherford um, and Alvin, I know that their philosophy has always been fast players. Yeah. Um, and, and, and Lambert has elite skating. Um, I don't really take into account like him struggling against men as a serious thing. But at the same time, you know, you have guys who are not struggling against men at his age. Right. So like, what's yeah. the difference there? Why is Brad Lambert struggling? I, I don't really know why. Um, I, I know that the Canucks need defense, um, but they don't really like any of the guys defensemen around them because they're all left-handed. Yeah. Um, I, I know that like, there's been guys like Owen Pickering is, is a guy that people have talked about for the Canucks. Um, but other than that, I mean, besides Nemec and, um, Juracek, I mean, pretty much everybody in the first round is a left-handed. So, Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe uh, Rutherford elects to to go for that forward in the draft, and then and then maybe acquires a defenseman via trade, whether that's you know through Miller or whatever. But oh, I, I mean, yeah. I I think Brad Lambert could be like like if the Canucks pick him, I'll be excited because it's like you know this guy was rated so highly and then he fell, 
And I mean, we've had success with that before, right? Because like Vancouver picked Pod Colson after Pod Colson, you know, fell from th- third overall, right? Pod yeah. Colson was top three in the draft for a long time, and then he slipped. Number five. And you know, Bre- what was he number five? Tenth. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, we took him tenth, and he was you know for a long time rated to be in the top three. So, I don't mind taking. That's a different management group, but like I don't mind taking guys who are like who have slipped because a lot of the times they slip for stupid reasons, right? It's like all yeah. recency bias with these guys. But no, I like sure. I like the idea of Brad Lambert, but the Canucks do need defensemen, right? So I don't know. I don't know what management thinks about Mitnikov or, or like Korchinski's a guy you've left hanging. Korchinski, honestly, yeah, I, do, I have left him hanging. And like we're talking about number 16 here, um, and that is the Buffalo Sabres pick. So this is where they can get their defenseman, right? Yeah, another defenseman for their core. I a, think. a point getting defenseman too to play with exactly. power. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know they can get this guy Korchinski definitely come up to play on the team. I I don't know if he's um, he's playing with Seattle. How old is he? He's eighteen. He can definitely come play for the, the squad if they really wanted him to, or they can play him. I mean, that's a great pick for them. Yeah. You can do so many things with that guy. Like, Korchinski, he definitely... So, for the Buffalo Sabres at number 16, I will definitely put um, Kevin Korchinski. But he's definitely a guy that can go up, right? He has 65 points in 67 games. That'd be a good but, draft for Buffalo, you know, to get Savoy and then Korchinski. I mean, right? that's, that's that's good. That that would make sense for them to do. Um, he's a left-handed defenseman, but that's okay. I mean, they have Deline, right? That's... Uh, and I think Owen True. Power, is, Owen Pow- is Owen Power right-handed or no? I don't know. I know Dalene. I know Dalene is. I know Dalene is. So, I mean, they can definitely go for him. I mean, and... that's pr- that's three pretty sick defensemen. If Korchinski pans out, I mean, Power, right. Korchinski, and Dalene. I mean, oh boy, that's strong. I mean, exactly, and you and definitely get him at a good price there. Um, but yeah, that's the, that's the top sixteen right there. And I, I, think... I have one more question. I have one more yeah, question. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think there's any possibility that a goaltender sneaks into the first round, anywhere? No, I think no. In this draft, if it looks like the next goaltender is Maxime Arefiev, or uh, he's a Russian goaltender. Arefiev, Arefiev, Arefiev. Yeah. Looks like I. I looks he's rated number. Doesn't even say. Um, but he's he's rated lower. Um, I, they definitely could wait. They can definitely wait for a goaltender. If someone needs a goaltender, they can wait till a later round, because that's usually the trend with the goaltenders. It's very rare that goaltenders do come up. I mean, another guy, Tyler Brennan, he's supposed to be a good pick, but he's like way down the list. So um, they can definitely, you know, go for a goaltender. If they, if you need a goaltender, you go down to the later rounds. I don't think any goaltenders slip into, you know, the the. Final. I mean, usually, usually one. Well, not usually. I'd say about fifty percent of the time, a goaltender gets. You get a goal, one goaltender in the first round somewhere. Yeah. Yep. Um, but like like you said, you can get a goaltender, you know, late. I mean, Demko was a second overall or second round pick. I mean, you exactly. Know. Usually, second round is where they land. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, the, like, okay, the best goalie. Yeah, yeah. The best goalie will often go in the second round. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, another guy too that I know was rated pretty highly earlier in the year was Ivan uh, Mirosh. Miroshchenko. Yeah, I um, I would I would take a chance on him. I think he was what he. Okay, here's the thing though. Okay, so the reason why suffers... Hodg, Hodgkin's lymphoma. He yeah. was supposed to. He was rated in the top ten for a while, I think, 
and then he got diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. So I think he could possibly be a guy that a team says, we don't care about the disease. We think he's you know going to make a full recovery, yes. and he's top 10 talent, and we're going to take him. I was you know, honestly going to suggest that. I was going to like say like for one of the higher picks that like someone takes a chance on him. And it has come out that he can like he he's going to be cleared for like, you know, training camp, right? He's allowed to play or like yeah. allowed to participate in training camp. So, and if he was rated that high below, like it's just his his value doesn't decrease with that. I don't think he I think he's still a great hockey player. Doesn't it doesn't. Like, like well, like they just said, there's risk. There's risk factors when picking him. There's a risk because, factor there because yeah. he can get sick. He can get sick again, or even more sick. And you know, like injuries, he, he might not be the same. I don't know. Like it, that's why I think that's the questions around him. Nothing against him as a hockey player. Like he's an amazing hockey player, but I think it sucks that he was, uh, you know, diagnosed with this. And um, and I think that you know he got robbed of like being a top ten pick because of this stupid disease. But he, I think he'll come back stronger. And it, it possibly that he could come up to a top 10 pick or a top 15 at least. You know what I mean? And I don't think they'll do anything. It don't, like, Bob McKenzie has him at 19. And I think that's not bad at all either. Right? Like, a team's going to get a one more guy. One more guy I want to mention. And it's just because yeah. of his name. Uh, Jimmy Snuggerud. Snuggerud? Where is he? Where is he? Oh, okay. Number 17th. Seven. Jimmy Snuggerud. And he's not even, he doesn't even have a position. He's just F for forward. Actually? So he goes anywhere. It just, it just says that F. That's does that mean any all three plays all three positions? I mean, only <laughs> I guess crap. so. I guess so. Man, that's that's actually pretty nice to have. I'd I'd take him. All right, guys. I don't want Lambert anymore. I want Jimmy Snuggerud. There's there's a lot of guys here from the U.S. national program that have like a shit ton of points. I think, I think it's it's similar. Well, I mean, you look at the OHL and the WHL, right? I mean, how many times do you have high scoring prospects? in those leagues and then they come into the nhl and it's just it doesn't translate well i just think like arthur kaliev like he's picked in the second round in previous years and um he he had like 100 points in the ohl right it's an age thing it's an age thing i i think it's because you can be 19 in that league playing against 16 year olds and there's a massive physical difference between a 19 and a 16 year old oh for sure so for sure um, but yeah, that's that's our draft selections for this year's draft, uh, the 2022 NHL entry draft in Montreal, and uh, we pretty much agreed on everything, Bryce, and but except like the first overall pick there. Yeah, I mean, well, like I said, I don't have a ton of knowledge about about a lot of the deeper guys here, just because, uh, just because I, to me, I don't know this season, there this year, there's just like so many names that are just like I can't I can't keep track of them. I, yeah. Oh, no, man. There's it, it's a deep draft too, so like there's a lot of names to remember. So, it's also all jumbled up too, right? Because a lot of these players, you know, maybe didn't get the the looks they needed because of COVID delays and stuff like that, right? So like, th- there's a yeah. potential for a lot of boom bust. Like yep. you could get big booms late in the first because they just weren't scouted enough, and you could get big busts in the top too because you know those top guys weren't weren't there. Exactly. No, I I definitely agree with you, man. Um. But yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens to in the draft tomorrow. Definitely have this video out before then. Um, but uh, we'll see what happens. A lot of guys might slip. A lot of guys might not. It might go exactly. We'll, we'll do a it. review. We'll compare. We'll, we'll, compare we'll do picks. a review after. Yeah, because yeah. there's definitely going to be wrong wrong selections here. But, you know, you never know. Imagine we'll, you get it all right. That would be insane. I should win something. We should win something if we, we got I it agree. all right there. Should but, um, yeah, imagine. Imagine we win like a million dollars. 
that'd be oh, great. Oh man, hire own podcast <laughs> studio, buy one, you know, own company. Yeah, I'm down. Let's all do right, it. sounds good, man. Um, but yeah, check us out on all our socials. We link below TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Um, check out our um, podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I'll, I'll upload this on podcast on app on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well. I think it'd be nice to listen to. I think we you know talked like a normal conversation, like a normal podcast. Um, I'll have this up on YouTube for the draft, like I said. So don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Much appreciated, and you know just continue to show your support. Um, that's all from me, Bryce. How about you? That's it for me. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the draft tomorrow. It's one of my favorite things to watch. Uh, you know, hopefully the Canucks take somebody good here. Hopefully, hopefully we get a steal. Steal would be nice. Where are the Leafs right. pick? <laughs> Twenty-five. So that is looking like. Who do you think the Leafs take there? Uh, that's a question. I defenseman. Mean, do they need probably. a defenseman anymore? I mean, there's a I guy named so. Ryan Chelsley. Chel- and, Chesley, yeah, but Pickering's there. Mitchell. Yeah, Maddie. I've Chuck's heard, there. I've heard Pickering, I've heard Pickering that they're interested in. So yeah, I mean, Pick- I've heard Pickering as high as fifteen as well. I don't know where they're yeah. going. I mean, I mean, it's gonna be a good question. They can go with a guy like Nathan Gotcher. I, I've heard that. Or I don't even know that's how you say his name, but that's uh, Gotcher. I've heard. Yeah, I think Gauthier? he's a, no. It's got he's you know QMJ. It's Gotcher yeah. for sure. Gotcher, <laughs> yeah, man, yeah. So I mean, it's tough to tell what they're gonna go for. I mean, I don't even know what they need. They just need to win. They we need to win the first round. That's what they need. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks to thank you guys for watching and thank you guys for listening. If you're listening on it on the podcast, uh, Apple Spot, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, and like I said, like, share, subscribe, and we appreciate uh, you guys watching. So guys, have a good one, and we'll see you after the draft. See you guys in the next episode. Peace.